Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. Welcome to Grace in the Marketplace Weekly. Man, we have uh, uh, another awesome, awesome pro- uh, uh, program lined up for you tonight. I have my good friend Ashley Terrades uh, uh, with me, and it is going to be awesome. Again, just take a quick um, uh, break and share this broadcast with your friends and your family, and just let everyone know that we are live. Tag them in the, tag them in the comment section. Let everyone know we are live, and let's get as many people onto this broadcast as we can. You are the, the online evangelists, and you help make this happen. So please be sure to sh- share this with your friends, with your family, and uh, let's have a good time. Ashley has a word from the Lord for you. Uh, this evening, and I believe that it's going to change your life uh, tremendously. So, hey, take some time, share this broadcast, and uh, let's get it going. But again, Grace in the Marketplace is a program where we talk about God's grace for us, for the marketplace, and good evening to everyone that's tuning in. I see uh, Thomas Banda has tuned in. I see Julie Markington has tuned in. Hello, I see Kubekan Impofu is, is live. Evelyn, welcome. Tavelo, welcome. Dillian, welcome, guys. Please remember to share the broadcast. This is going to be awesome. Looking forward to uh, what Ashley has to share with us tonight. And so some of you don't know Ashley, so quickly I'm going to share uh, a quick uh, a brief bio of Ashley, and we're going to let him loose. <laughs> we want him to just have as much time as, as, he, as we can give him uh, tonight so that we do not waste any, any time. Ashley, together with his wife, Carly, are the founders of Terra Days Ministries. Uh, they reach millions with the gospel through their television uh, program, The Abandoned Life. And God has called them to empower believers in the promises of God. I know some of you are already uh, enrolled uh, in the Power Academy. This is a, an online school that they are running. And man, I want to encourage, if you're watching and you haven't enrolled, uh, man, I want to encourage you to enroll to the uh, um, Power Academy. Your life will never be the same again. I've got the power. Got the man, power. I was power preaching Academy, about buddy. that on Sunday. There's a song called I've Got the Power. Come on. <laughs> and so, hey, please make sure that you... Uh, tune in to you. You subscribe and uh, sign up for the school. Uh, it's it's a it's gonna be a blessing to you. But anyway, Ashley, what do you have for us tonight? Welcome, brother, and we're all yours. So good to be here. Hey, Tafara, thank you so much for having me on Grace in the Marketplace again. Praise God. I love doing this with you. It's awesome. One of the great things I love about this is that I haven't got to fly for 35 hours to be with you. <laughs> I can stay here in Colorado, America, and, um, and join you this way. So praise God for technology. Hey, Pastor Defaro, you're doing a great job with this Grace in the Marketplace broadcast. And I want to encourage you, you know, there's lots of people on here. We're sharing this on our platforms. There's lots of people on here right now live 
and then there will be more people watching over the weeks to come, thousands of people, literally. I want to tell you, if you're anywhere near Johannesburg, check out Faith Hill Church, Pastors Defara and Chipo Butai. You will not be disappointed. We, me and my wife, Kylie, go there at least once a year. We love it. Praise God. It's a, it's a life-giving church full of the grace and love of God. So go there and, and be encouraged and connect with Defara. Right now, if, you, if you're not connected, connect with Pastor Defara Butai. You do the Faithfield Church uh, fa um, Facebook. You can click the link. You can go on our website and find his, his details on there under about us. Praise God. Pastor Defara is on my African board. Terridez Ministries is based in America. But we also have a separate entity, a ministry in Africa called Terridez Ministries Africa. And uh, Pastor Defara is uh, such a blessing to us being on our board and helping us lead our ministry in Africa. Seeing the content of Africa, praise God, wow. change for Jesus. So we really appreciate you, Defara. We appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate your faithfulness in the gospel. Amen. And I'm so blessed to be running alongside you serving Jesus. Amen. Oh, man, we are so privileged to be friends with you guys and just so honored uh, that uh, we can sit on the board and serve together. And so, hey, thank you for the privilege and the opportunity. Well, we're blessed. I tell you, we're blessed. So today, listen, hold on. Put your seatbelts on, okay? If you was with us two weeks ago, um, we covered a lot of basic things. I haven't got time to go back over that. But I'm telling you, you need to get your Bibles, get your Bibles out. We're going to look at some things today that's going to bless you. I was praying and the Lord gave me a word for you today. So turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs 10, verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. He adds no sorrow to it. So actually, that's talking about spiritual riches and, you know, riches, you know, riches in your soul and riches in your heart. Well, you could apply it that way if you want. But in context, this word rich, if you study this word out, this is the same word that King David used in the Psalms. It said that they're jealous of my riches and, and, and evil people strive after riches. Well, evil people don't strive after spiritual riches. No, this is talking about provision. This is talking about your finances, your provision, your house, you know, your apartment, your, your, bike, your motorbike, your car, whatever you have. This is talking about being rich God's way. Come on. And we covered this two weeks ago quite a lot. And I know when I say that, I say, God wants you rich. People go, oh, Ashley, you can't say that. Well, here's the thing. It's part of the gospel. Come on. It's part Come of the on. gospel. You know, Jesus in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, again, a financial verse. The apostle Paul says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. See, this is a grace thing. This is, a, this is part of the gospel. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, again, he's talking about uh, spirit, uh, physical riches. You're talking about uh, provision. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor. That us, through his poverty, might be made rich. Come on. See, just like 2 Corinthians uh, 5, uh, 21, Jesus became sin so that we could become his righteousness. Mm. Just like 1 Peter 2, 24, he took pain in his body. He took stripes on his back so that we can take his health and healing. It's the same with provision. He took our poverty so that we might be made rich. And here's the thing, it's not a selfish thing. See, the reason why God wants to provide for you is that so you could be a blessing to others. Come on. In Genesis 12, he said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you and make you great. Why? Just so you could be you know, lavish on yourself? No, it's so that you can bless others. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, so chapter 9, verse 8, the other way around, uh, the Apostle Paul says, God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you have in all sufficiency in all things. That's your needs being met may have an abundance for every good work. Again, it's talking about giving it away, having your needs met 
and then giving it away. And rich is relative, depends where you're from, depends where you're watching from right now. We have people watching right now, literally around the world. Come on. So rich is relative, but here's my definition of rich. Having your needs met, food on the table, clothes on your back, uh, transportation, a roof over your head, having those things met and having extra so you can give away and help others. If you haven't got extra to help others, you are not rich God's way. God wants us rich his way so that we can have extra to give away. Now, listen, I've, I've been in Africa. I've been in, in Asia, some of the poorest nations in the world. I've been in Central America, South America, some of the poorest places in the world. And I've seen people use these scriptures. I've seen people believe God and have extra so they could be a blessing. They don't just have their needs met. They have extra so that they could be a blessing. I'm here to tell you today, God wants you rich yeah. so that you can be a blessing. Praise God. I'm telling you, he wants you rich and he's going to add no sorrow to it. Let me tell you, if you get rich and in the world's way and you have your needs met the world's way, there'll be sorrow attached to it. Mm. It may cost you your marriage. It may cost you your health. It may cost you your time with your children. It may cost you your, you know, your sanity. But if you get rich God's way, he's going to make you rich in a way that you can bless others. And Mm. when you bless others, I'm telling you, that's where there's no sorrow. That's when the joy is. The joy is when you're blessing others and helping others. So the news is today, God wants you rich. It's the truth. And there's two things. I promised you last time, I'll give you some practical things. There's two things we can do to receive God's abundance, to receive God's prosperity, to receive God's provision. People say, Ashley, are you one of those prosperity gospel teachers? I say, no, there's no such thing as the prosperity gospel. Come on. There's the gospel. There's one gospel. It's Jesus. And inside that gospel is your provision. Inside that gospel is you to have, is, is the provision for you to have more than enough. Come on. It doesn't matter where you're watching from, what nation. You could be watching from the poorest nations in the world. Yep. I've been to them. God wants to provide your needs and give you extra so you can help others. Man, this works man. everywhere. I've seen this work in, in all different countries. I've seen this work in prison. I was in prison ministry right. for a few years. And I saw people in prison prosper and were able to bless others and lead people to the Lord with their generosity. So there's two things we can do. So, so remember this verse, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. It's God's blessing on us Come on. that will provide our needs. Mm. It's because we're blessed, God's going to mm. provide our needs. And we have mm. to believe it. We covered that last week. You have to believe it. Mm. There's two types of Christians. Yep. Those who are blessed and believe it, and, and those, those who are blessed and don't believe it. Come on. I remember that. If you're that. a Christian, you're blessed. If you're a Christian, you're blessed. Now, it's just, are you going to believe it here and in your, in your heart? And then you'll start seeing it. So there's two things we do. This is also in Proverbs. The first one is Proverbs 13, 4. So if you turn to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4, Proverbs 13, verse 4, we're talking about being provided for God's way or being made rich God's way. Okay, Proverbs 13, 4 says, the soul of the lazy man desires and he has nothing. Hmm. Are you ready for this? The soul of the diligent shall be made rich. The soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Now we know ultimately it's God's blessing that makes us rich. We know ultimately that God is our provider. He is, he is El Shaddai. He is our provider. Praise God. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the great provider. He's the Lord who will provide. The Lord who is providing. So we know it's the blessing of the Lord that makes us rich. But how come some of us receive it in the natural and some of us don't? Why is that? Well, there's two things here. The first thing is diligence. Come on. Now I know diligence, Pastor Defara, is not one of those words that when I say it, people run around and start, woo, hallelujah, and start waving <laughs> handkerchiefs. I say diligence, it's like a cuss word. People get mad. Oh no, brother, we're under grace. We just rest. We rest. No notice is diligence. I'm here to tell you, church, 
Diligence is so important. In fact, I think it's 50% of the equation. Diligence, how you treat things, how you act. In Luke 16, Jesus talks about in Luke 16 about if you're faithful with the little, if you're faithful with the least, you're going to be given much. Hmm. If you're faithful with unrighteous mammon, you're going to get true riches. I believe unrighteous mammon is money. The least important thing, money, is the, is the least important thing. And if we're faithful with money, we're going to get true riches. And you know what? I believe true riches. I believe true riches are people because mm. people are eternal. Mm. People are eternal. And we should always, always, always put people before money. Always put people before money. You never put money before people. You always put people. People are eternal. Money is, is uh, temporary and it will be done away with. So remember how you treat money, how you diligent in these things is going to affect your future so man that's powerful that you say that ashley i just want to add a scripture there uh, a lot of people don't realize that um uh, uh, grace and hard work and diligence go hand in hand in first corinthians chapter number 15 verse 10 this is the apostle paul writing and he says by by the grace of god i am what i am so it's the grace of god that has made us to be who we are and he goes on to say Amen. and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, which means grace can be in vain if we don't do uh, what he's getting ready to tell us after that. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all. If you read in the New Living Translation, he says, I outworked all the other apostles. And he says, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. So the apostle Paul is essentially is saying it was the grace of God that made me work so hard. And because we are grace people, sometimes people think, you know, we should just uh, be uh, passive and just, you know, go with the flow. They don't realize grace is a fuel. It's the the octane that fuels your engine to want to change people's lives all over the world. That's such a good word to fire. That's such a good verse. I'm going to steal that one. Next time I teach anything like this, I'm going to steal that verse and I'll give you zero credit. I'll give you credit one time. I give you credit one time. I'm telling you, it's so true. You know, the apostle Paul was hard working. He had a revelation of grace, and yet he was the one who taught us on, on these things more than anyone. I'm mm. telling you, this is New Testament stuff. This is, this is because, we're, because of grace, because it's a finished work, it should motivate us to do more. It should motivate. Why would you not want to labor when it's a done work? Mm. If you could enter a football game or a baseball game or whatever sport, you know, if you could enter the game and guarantee to win, Wow. You knew you was going to win. All you had to do was enter. We would enter everything, right? And just pick up the prize money. Wow. Well, grace has provided it. So if we enter the race, we're going to win every time. Come but on. we have to enter the race. We have to run and enter the race, praise God. And mm-hmm. if we don't do that, so why would we not want to be diligent when it's already done for us? It, it should on. fuel us even more. We're not, we're not working, laboring to get something. We're laboring because it's been done, praise God. We're laboring for a point of victory. I love it. So it's so powerful. A few things about diligence. Preparation. Preparation is part of diligence. Again, Proverbs 21, 5. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, it says, the plans of the diligent lead to abundance. The plans of the diligent lead to abundance. But everyone who's hasty comes to poverty. God will work with your preparation. We need to seek God, pray in the Holy Ghost, ask the Lord what's, what we should do, and prepare for things. Get ready for things. Start preparing. 
do things. If, if God's called you to, to, you know, to, to preach to people, then start preparing messages. Start practicing with your, with your phone and, and record yourself. Start doing Facebook Live. Start doing YouTube. Start practicing, preparing, write messages, do things. If God's called you to, to, to start a small business, start researching, use the internet, prepare, find out what sells, find out what doesn't sell, do preparation, prepare for things. You know, if you want something, prepare for it. And God's favor meets preparation. You know, our good friend, we, we both love him, Billy Eberhardt, has yeah. some of the best teaching on preparation. Preparing meets God's favor, and God's favor meets our preparation. So be, pre be prepared. Prepare for things. It's powerful, praise God. You know, the widow woman in Second uh, Kings 4, she prepared for overflow. She got lots of empty jars, empty wow. pots, and was prepared for the overflow. That's diligence. That's diligence. So be diligent in these things. Get ready. John 2, they prepared the water vessels. Filled them with water, prepared them before the overflow, before the supernatural came. We do our preparation in the natural so that God can meet it with his supernatural, praise God. His super, our natural, supernatural results. But we have to be prepared. So preparation is a huge part of being diligent. Then I've got serving. We're talking about diligence here. We're talking about the diligent soul shall be made rich. God's blessing ultimately is what makes us rich. God's provision. He's our provider. He's our good father. But there's things we need to do by faith in order to appropriate those things. That's and we're good. talking about the first thing being uh, uh, diligence. And part diligence. of diligence is preparation. Another mm. part of diligence is serving. Mm. We need to serve. Some people tell me, Pastor DeFaro, they say, Ashley, how comes your ministry has exploded? Three years mm. you've been going full time and you have offices in Africa. You've been, you know, you're all over the, all over, uh, the world with our television program. You're you in your office right now, just to let everyone know, hey, what you're seeing behind Ashley is his office. <laughs> That's hey, not his lounge at home. My staff decorated it for me. They, de they did a good it's job. Beautiful. Right? I love it. We have, we have uh, 6,000 square feet of office space here. It's donated to us from Caris Christian Center, from Pastor Lucy Perdue. So we don't even pay rent, praise God. But our ministry is taken off. We have people getting born again and healed all over the world. We've given away so much material. This, uh, this first six months of this year, this first six months of this year, we've given away over 100,000 US dollars of resources. Wow. How many rand is that, Pastor? Man, 100,000, that's close to 2 million rand. 2 million rand of resources we've given away, literally given away. We've got a Bible, an online Bible academy with 2,000 students. So these things are happening. They said, how did it happen? It seemed to happen real quick. No, we served another man for 10 years. We served mm -hmm. Andrew Womack for 10 years. Then before that, we served as associate pastors for three years. Then before that, we served as associate pastors for two years. So we served, served, served. We're not, we're not patting ourselves on the back. We're just saying... A lot of service first. How you treat another man's, mm. Luke 16, who is faithful with another man's will be given their own. Yeah. And I wasn't even seeking my own, but God mm. gave it to me. But I'm telling you, we need to serve. So serving is very important. Joseph mm. served, you know, when he was in prison in Genesis 39, he served the prisoners. Joseph had a servant heart. He served Potiphar. He served the prisoners. Then he got to serve Pharaoh as a king, wow. praise God. So we need to serve. Amen. It's, it's, it, serve your family. Come on. Serve your children. Mm. You know, serve your church. Mm. serve at your workplace serve your fellow colleagues serve 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 jesus was the greatest leader that ever walked on this earth he was the most influential man that's ever lived but yet he was the biggest servant as well wow. he even washed the feet of those who betrayed him you say actually how can i serve my work colleagues they're heathens they're they're disrespectful jesus served judas wow we can serve i'm telling you it takes faith to serve but it's God who exalts one and puts another one down. And when you serve, it's being diligent and it's, it's allowing the blessings of God to make you rich. So serve. Man, I'm telling you, preparation, 
serve, praise God, and then believe. You have to be diligent in what you believe. Mm. You can't just get, walk into this stuff. You have to be diligent in your belief system. That means you have to fill your mind. You have to wash your mind with the renewing of the word. You have to renew your mind. Romans 12, you have to renew your mind. You have to listen to great teachings like Pastor Farah. You have to connect with a good church like Faithfield Church. You have to read Grace in the Marketplace book. You have to, feel, you have to read my book, um, what is it? Thorns, Barnes and Oil Jars. You have to fill yourself with the truth. When it comes to, if you want a healing, you have to fill yourself with healing scriptures wow. and teachings on healings and watch testimonies of people being healed and listen to ministries that teach healing is God's will every time. If you need financial breakthrough, Read the financial scriptures. Listen to good teachings on finances. Surround yourself with people that are believing God for more. You have to be diligent in what you believe. You wow. can't just walk around and, and, you know, just pretend it's going to happen. You have to be diligent, proactively believe, proactively renew your mind, proactively get your soul in line with the scriptures, praise God, and proactively start believing it. So what you believe, serving and, and, and uh, preparation, those three things are part of diligence. Man, I remember you sharing the three steps to uh, uh, getting a promotion or at least discovering your assignment in God. And you said, number one is serve sacrificially. Number yep. two was give uh, sacrificially. And number three was repeat. Repeat. <laughs> repeat. Oh, sorry, verse two. I like that. I, I forgot about that. Today. Well, you said it. I took it from your teaching. <laughs> you take better notes than me, praise God. I'm going to quote, Pastor DeFarma says, serve and give. I didn't know. I forgot about that. Yes. Serve and give and then repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. Come on. But yeah, it's so true. You know, we serve. And then the last thing is you put your hand to something, being diligent, put your hand to something. Okay. You have, you know, in, in uh, I believe it's Deuteronomy 24 verse 19, Deuteronomy 24 verse 19. It says that, you know what, that God's going to bless the works of your hands. The reason why is because the next step we're going to look at, but the thing is you have to put your hand to something in order right. for God to bless it. Hmm. You have to put your hand to something. Do not despise small beginnings. Zechariah uh, 10, I believe. Do not uh, despise small beginnings. I'm telling you, 410. I'm, I'm telling you, you have to put your hand to something. Be diligent. Everything you do, do it as unto the Lord. In word, in deed, do it as unto God. That means you start to put your hand to something. You do extra. You ask for overtime. Maybe when you come home, you take an hour and you start researching small business. Maybe you've got a passion for something and you start looking into that. Could you, could you tutor people into that? We have a lady at our church. She loved playing guitar. I started encouraging her probably about 10 years ago. I said, you can teach people guitar. Wow. And she started teaching people guitar. While she had a secular job, she'd do it on the side. And then she taught people how to play guitar. To this day, that was probably eight years ago. Okay, I helped her with this. But this day, today, she's doing it full time. Her husband had to quit his job and now he's doing it full time. Wow. Wait, she has 150 students with 20 tutors. Now she has a business with 20 tutors and them 20 tutors have 150 active students being taught how to play guitar, just guitar. Wow. And they're both living off it full time. And now they're buying real estate and living off that income. I'm telling you, this stuff works. Come I had on. another friend of mine, she had about 100 pairs of designer shoes. I said, you could start selling those. She started buying and selling used designer shoes. She'd find them in, a, in online, you know, in, in online, or she'd find them in, in thrift stores, you know, charity shops, secondhand. Right. Or she'd find her, or she'd say to her friends, have you got any shoes you don't want? And they would give them to her, or they would give them to her cheap, you know? And then she would put them on eBay. And she'd put them on, on, on these different online platforms. It depends what country you're from, but eBay and Gumtree and, and Kij uh, Kij uh, Kijabi, is it? What do you use in South Africa? Uh, OLX. RLX, Kijiji, yeah. all these things. 
She started selling them, buying and selling them. She might buy a pair for $20, sell it for $50. Might buy a pair for $10, sell it for $20. She started buying and selling shoes and designer handbags. You know, Pastor Defara, they, these, they've spent hundreds of dollars on the handbags. Can you wow. believe it? Wow. And, and she started <laughs> making money. So put your hand to something. Be diligent. Put your hand to something, praise God. So the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Amen. Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs 10, 4 says the hand of the diligent makes rich. Proverbs 10, verse 4. The hand of the diligent makes rich, praise God. Mm. I'm telling you that diligence is what makes rich. Proverbs 13, 4. The soul of the diligent should be made rich. So Come on. first thing is God's blessing makes us rich. Yeah. And there's two things we can do to activate it. The first one is be diligent. Proverbs 13, mm. 4. The diligent soul be made rich. The second one is Proverbs 11, 25. Proverbs 11, 25. The generous soul will be made rich. Hmm. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Hmm. The first thing we do to activate God's blessing in this area of provision is diligence. And the second thing we do is generosity, is giving. Wow. Giving activates God's blessing on our life. Giving wow. activates the provision of God on our life. Wow. I'm telling you, Philippians 4.19, we all love this verse, right? Philippians 4.19, the Apostle Paul says, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Not according to South Africa's economy, not according to America's economy, according to his economy. But we often forget, Paul wrote that verse specifically to partners. He wrote that verse specifically to givers, to the ones that were giving to him, to the ones that were trusting God. God, here we go. If you get mad at this, Complaints to, to Pastor Defaro, don't complain to me. God, God cannot or will not bless you financially if you don't allow him to. Mm. And if you're not trusting God, he won't save you against your will. He won't heal you against your will. And he won't prosper you against your will because he's given you free will. <laughs> you're the God of yourself. He's given you free will. Therefore, you have to invite him in to bless you. And the way you invite him in to bless you in provision is trusting him. And the way you trust him is by giving. Wow, the man, that's powerful. Soul, the that's generous powerful. soul. I, I like, I like Philippians 4.19. And actually, the story uh, actually began in verse 15. And I'm going to read verse 15 in the Amplified Bible. You know, a lot of people just uh, jump straight to verse 19. But that verse starts with a conjunction. Uh, if you read in the Amplified, it, you know, verse 19 starts with the word end. And we know mm -hmm. that in the English language, you can't start uh, a sentence with the word and, uh, you know, the word and connects two variables that are closely knit and connected. And so this story actually began in verse 15. That was concluded in verse 19. So before he said, my God shall liberally supply, fill to the full all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He had said in verse 15, and you Philippians, Yourselves well know that in my early days of the gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, no church or assembly entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit and credit account in giving wow. and receiving except you only. So they, there's so a lot of double entry right there. For every credit, there's going to be a debit. And uh, yeah. uh, for God, he looks at it this way. When we give him one, he, he credits our account with 100 and those books balance because God is just so generous. And so, so the story began in verse 15 and then it was concluded in verse 19. And when you connect the two thoughts, it's a liberal soul that is being uh, given the promise of provision and all of their needs being met according to the riches in glory by Christ Jesus.
That's so good. It's so true. And actually, that, that whole chapter, Philippians 4, is so powerful. I believe in context, it's really all talking about finances. That's so good. I even sometimes back up to, to uh, verse 10, he talks about your care for us. You know, they're giving. The Philippians were giving to him all the time. And then in verse 11, he said, I'm not going to speak about need. I've learned to be content. Wow. We have to learn to be content. Hmm. And then, and then uh, you know, we often say, verse 13, I could do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Again, we take it out of context. Paul was talking about being content with what we have and believing God for more and being given. We can give and all things are possible, praise God. So, so powerful. I, I love that in the Amplified Defile. I haven't heard that before. So oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's another one I'm going to steal right there. That's awesome. Debit and credit awesome. account, praise God. <laughs> so I'm telling you, generosity will make rich. The generous soul will be made rich. Proverbs eleven twenty five. the generous soul will be made rich. We have to trust God. You know, 2 Corinthians 9, chapter 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, said that God supplies seed to the sower, bread to eat, and he'll supply and multiply the seeds of sown. So God's given us seed. If you're watching today, it doesn't matter where you're watching from, I guarantee you God has given you some sort of seed. You have something to give. You have something to give today. I don't care what it is, but you have seed. You have something to give. God, is, God will not be mocked. Galatians 6, 6, I believe it is. God is not mocked. You, you have seed. The question is, are you prepared to give it and trust God? And here's the good thing. God is the biggest giver. He's not a taker. He's a giver by very nature. So he can't take. The reason we want us to give to him is so he can give us more back. He can expand us and give us more back. So God is the biggest giver. He's given us seed. The question is, are we going to trust him and sow that seed? Are we going to be generous and sow the seed that God's given us? It takes faith. I'm telling you, it takes faith. It takes faith to be diligent. It takes faith to believe the truth of God. It takes faith to serve. It takes faith to put our hand to something, not knowing what's going to happen. It takes faith to prepare. It also takes faith to be generous. Being generous takes faith. If, you, if, if there's no God, then being generous doesn't make sense. But because there's a God, when you give, he's going to multiply it back for you, praise the Lord. The Lord showed me this, Tafara. Just recently, I needed a video production man. Mm. And I was, I was looking for one for months. And we put applications out there and things didn't work out. And anyway, it went on for quite some months. And we desperately needed to hire someone on staff here uh, to, to run uh, TV production. And um, anyway, cut a long story short, I was having a conference in April our biggest annual conference we have called Abundant Life. And it was in April. We had Andrew Romack speaking, Pastor Lawson Perdue, Joseph Z. It was going to be awesome. But it got cancelled because of COVID. And that conference brings in a lot of revenue for us. And I was, I was thinking and praying, and I was praying in the Holy Ghost, and I was in the shower praying. And the Lord said to me, you know, you, what was the thing you was most excited about that conference? And I said, the thing I was most excited about was I saved up an honorarium for Andrew Romack. I was so happy. I was going to give him a big honorarium. Very stretch, you know, stretch my faith with generosity. Give him a big honorarium. And, and the Lord said to me, you should still give him that honorarium, oh, even wow. though you're not having the conference. I was like, yes, sir. So I said, I might need some confirmation, Lord, because this is a big deal. <laughs> As I walk into my office, Andrew Womack's assistant was standing in my office. She's never been here before. She came to pick up some books. I'd never seen her here before in three years, but she was right there. And I said, this is great timing. I said, I have a check for you. She said, it's Andrew's birthday today. I said, that's confirmation number two. So I got wow. two confirmations. That's awesome. So I wrote him that big honorarium check to Farah. I gave it to him. I gave it to her. She went off. Andrew texted me. He said, he said, I've never had anyone give me an honorarium for a conference I haven't spoke at. He said, you're going to be blessed. And I prayed right then. I said, God, why did you have me do that? And he said this to me, Tafara, and I believe this is for everyone watching today. This is for everyone watching today. He said, your giving can bring you things money could never buy. Wow. Your giving 
will bring you things money could never buy. Wow. Giving is more powerful than spending. Giving wow. will get you things money will never, giving can bring you favor. Uh, giving can get you in front of kings. Giving can, can open doors for you, an opportunity. It can release your heart. Giving can guide your heart. Giving can conquer covetousness. Giving can conquer, conquer fear. Giving can conquer cares of this world. Giving can shut mammon down and shut wow. the mouth of mammon. Giving can do so much. And the Lord said to me, your giving today is going to bring you something money could never buy. Wow. And that day I was on Facebook and I just said, hey, if anyone wants to move to Colorado, then you can move to Colorado. We're hiring. And then that afternoon, I get a text message from someone. Listen to this. He would work for Andrew Womack Ministries for six years, making television for Andrew Womack. Then he worked for Raymer, Kenneth Hagen Jr. for five years, making television. And now he moved here to Colorado, and now he's my full-time TV media producer. Wow. Money Praise can, God. giving can get you things money could not buy. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't have made that up, but that was Come because... On. God wants the generous soul to be made rich. God's trying to get more to you. He's not trying to take from you. He's trying to get more to you. So I want to encourage you. When you sow and you give, you're being generous to the Lord. I'm telling you, he will not be outgiven. And the reason why you do that is because he's trying to make you rich. He's trying to give you more back. He's trying to bless you, praise God. Every seed you sow, he's going to increase. God is going to increase the seed back to you, praise God. So that's awesome. Come on. So um, Isaiah 119, real quick. Isaiah 119 said, if you are willing and obedient, mm. you'll eat the good of the land. We have to be willing and obedient. We have to be willing and obedient. See ourselves as givers and then be obedient and actually do it. And when we give, you know this to follow. When you give, it can get scary sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it takes faith to give. It does. It takes faith to give, but it's the Lord. Uh, Deuteronomy 28.8, Deuteronomy 28.8 says, the Lord will command a blessing on you in your storehouses. That can talk about diligence, storehouses, preparation, Come being on. diligent in your storehouses. And all to which you set your hand, the Lord will bless you in the land he's given you. Wow. I, I quoted this verse earlier, uh, um, Deuteronomy 24.19. Deuteronomy 24.19 said that when you, when you reap the fields, leave some of it. Don't go back. Leave some of it for the widows and for the fatherless and mm -hmm. for those who are poor, the orphans. That's giving. And then it says, then when you do that, the Lord is able to bless the works of your hands. Wow. See, generosity enables God to bless us. Wow. If we're not generous, we're like we're shutting God out and saying, no, I can do this on my own. When we're generous, we're saying, God, I believe you. I trust you. I'm trusting you with my finances mm. and I'm giving to you, praise God. Mm. And when we do that, we're allowing God to bless us. I'm telling you, it's so powerful. So remember, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. It's wow. God's blessing on your life that provides for you, that makes you rich. And there's two things you could do. You could say it this way. God's grace, Jesus' provision for us. You know, Jesus was grace personified. Mm. Jesus' is, Jesus provision for us, he became poor so that we might be made rich. He's going to provide our needs. That's the grace of God. Now, our part by faith is to act on that. You know, James 1 says, don't hear it. And uh, if you hear us and don't do, then you're deceiving yourself. Yep. You know, uh, James 2 says, faith without works or faith without corresponding actions is dead. So that's God's part, grace. Our part by faith is to be diligent. Praise God by faith, be diligent. And then by faith, be generous. And when we're diligent and we're generous by faith, we release that grace. And remember this verse, God, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8, God is able to make all grace abound towards you, mm. that you having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. So be thinking today, how can you be diligent? What can you put your hands to? What, right. can, you, what can you do in the natural? What things, what opportunities are there? What contacts have you got? What skills have you got? 
What things have you got you could sell? Or what things could you make? What, how could you do things? Start thinking that way. Start thanking God for his provision and start thinking, how could I be diligent today? How could I be diligent? How could I use my hour or two spare to be diligent and do something as unto the Lord? And as I sow this seed, God is able to multiply it because of my generosity. The generous soul will be made rich. The diligent soul will be made rich. And ultimately, the blessing of the Lord is what makes rich. Amen. Praise God. Man, that was awesome, man. That was powerful. Guys, remember, you can pop your questions into the comment section, yeah, yeah. Uh, both on uh, Zoom and uh, Facebook. And uh, your final thoughts, uh, uh, Ashley, I, I just want to remind the people about these two very powerful principles. The diligent soul will be made uh, rich and being diligent means we get to be, uh, 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 we get to prepare. We have to prepare. Uh, we get to serve others. We have to serve others and we get to put our hands onto something. It's very important that we master uh, uh, doing this. And then uh, the second principle there is the generous soul shall be made rich. It actually says oh. in the King James Bible, the generous soul shall be made fat. <laughs> come on prosperous come on prosperous not fat i don't want to be fat I'm <laughs> yeah, getting, I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting a few extra pounds no prosperous not fat <laughs> not, not, yeah the king james uh, uh word for prosperity right there and so uh, uh any final thoughts as we as the people pop their questions into the comments yeah section? can i give can i give your viewers something to fire? yeah please go for it this is one of my latest teachings it's called god wants you rich god wants you rich blessed to be a blessing and if that offends you the, the statement, God wants you rich, if that offends you, then you definitely need this. It's good. So God wants you rich. I'm going to give it to you as a gift. I've never done this before. I've never given this away before. I'm going to give it to you as a gift. All you have to do is go to my website store, terrydesministries.com, and then go to the store and look for the MP3 download. So it's an audio download that you download. So you can get this anywhere in the world and enter the code, coupon code RICH, R-E-I-C, RICH. And that will give it to you completely free. I think it's usually like $40, but it will be completely free of charge. My gift to you, the, the partners of Terry Ministries, and, and my, it's our gift to you. God wants you rich. This will really bless you. And it's me and Carly Terry, my wife, tag team teaching on audio. And I think it's like eight lessons, six lessons. You'll be blessed with this. So you can go to my website that my team will put the code below. Enter the code rich on my store and you'll get this completely free. Man, I'm telling you, these teachings are excellent. And uh, some of you may not know this, but I shared it in our last broadcast. I listen to Carly and Ashley when I'm in the gym, when I'm getting ready in the morning, getting ready to uh, do life in the gym, running, jogging. I, I just uh, uh, download a teaching and I just listen to it and I get so much nourishment and so much empowerment. And this is why I can quote some of these things back to him. It's because I actually listen to them and learn and, and draw from it. And man, when you get a teaching like this one, uh, free of charge, I, for, for, for sure, I'm going to be downloading this teaching. And uh, Chipo and I are definitely going to be going through it because uh, every single one of us on this broadcast needs some good teaching, especially around finances in this global pandemic where the, yeah. uh, the world economies are going crazy. We all need some some, some faith uh, word-based teachings uh, to encourage us, to give us insight, to show us a different perspective, 
so we can start looking at everything that's happening from God's perspective and not from the uh, news perspective. So I want to encourage you as we get off this broadcast to head over to teradesministries.com. Uh, Is that the website, Ashley? Yep, teradesministries.com. Yep. Teradesministries.com and go to the MP3 section and download this. The code uh, for the free uh, teaching is RICH, R-I-C-H. So RICH is the code uh, for it. All right, we're going to round it up, uh, Ashley. And I'm just going to ask you quickly, if you don't mind. But before we do that, I just feel in my spirit, actually, this is the Holy Spirit inspiring me. I know most of you are watching in South Africa and uh, you've heard Ashley teach and you've received a lot of uh, nourishment from his teaching, whether at Faith Hill or on his broadcast. I want to challenge you to take uh, your relationship with Teradez Ministries to the next level. Uh, it's one thing just learning and drawing from a ministry, but it's another thing when you walk alongside them as a partner. You know, we're reading here Philippians chapter number four, uh, 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 and it talks about partnership. It's, it's talking, the Apostle Paul is, is ministering to his partners. And I believe the same anointing that we are witnessing on Teradez ministry, you can begin to connect with that anointing. You can begin to draw from that anointing uh, when you begin to partner with that ministry. And so, uh, Teradez Ministries have a, uh, offices here in South Africa in Cape Town. And um, uh, Ashley, how can the people here uh, partner with Teradez Ministries uh, locally? You can go to uh, our website. You can also call the number that our team will put the number on the screen. We have a, a South African number that's available for people that want to that wanna contact our South African office. We have staff there that can answer their calls. I'll try and see if I can, I can see the phone number here, but we have a South African number. We have a, a website they can go to. And if they want to partner specifically in, uh, in um, Africa, they can do that by contacting our South African office, uh, praise God. So I haven't got it here. Maybe that uh, my team will put the number in uh, on the screen. You can also go to our website and find that number. It's a local number in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. So thank you so much to You know, I believe that uh, I partner personally with Teradez Ministries because I know there's a, there's a, there's a blessing on it. I know you partner. Thank you so much. We're believing for 10,000 partners to turn the world right side up. Come on. You know, in Acts 17, they said that the brethren, they said these few men have turned the world upside down. Mm. Or I believe at the moment the world's been turned upside up, upside down, but we are called me and you and, and the partners, people mm. that, are, that are out there doing the ministry are called to turn the world right side up for Jesus. So we believe with 10,000 partners. We are 13% there. We've got 1,300 partners. So Come join on. us. We'd love you to join us and, and help us get the gospel out. We spend this money on world evangelism. We spend it on getting the gospel out in all different ways, praise God. So if you partner with us, be ready for increase because we pray for our partners every day, praise the Lord. Come on, praise God. And I see uh, Peter here has just put the link in the description, in the comment section. I'm going to ask our administrator to just pin it, pin that link if you can, so that everybody uh, sees that link. And the contact number here in South Africa is 063-500-2231. I'm going to say it again, 063-500-2231. And I know some of you are thinking, hey, Tavari, you know, you're inviting us to partner, but I don't have uh, anything to partner right now. Ashley shared a very powerful scripture from... Second Corinthians 9 verse 10, which says God gives seed to the sower 
And so all you have to do is to have a, an intention to become a sower and God will give you the seed. And uh, hey, start where you are. It's a commitment. Start where you are. Chip and I partner with several ministries. One of them is Terra Des Ministries and another one, Andrew Womack Ministries and another one, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And this is why we are flourishing as a ministry, as Faith Hill Church. We partner with all these different people because we believe in the principle of partnership. And I'm telling you, Amen. there's an anointing that we see uh, at Terra Des Ministries that is an anointing for acceleration, for growth, for breaking records. So if you are at work and you want to break some sales records, man, I'm telling you, this is good ground. If you are in ministry, you want to break some attendance record. If you want to just break any kind of record, man, you need to partner with people that believe these things. Don't partner with people that don't believe in prosperity. Partner Amen. in people that believe these things so they can release uh, the same anointing into your life. And so I want to encourage you guys to uh, proactively think about this. We've pinned the contact details uh, in the comment section. And so, hey, please be sure to uh, connect with Teradis Ministries. Don't forget to download the MP3 uh, audios. Man, they're going to be a blessing to you. And so, Ashley, I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, just pray for all these, oh, yeah. uh, the people, everyone who's planning to be a partner. We may as well pray for them in advance by faith. And remember, if you're getting things out of grace of the marketplace if you've been watching grace of the marketplace regularly then you should sow where you're being fed spiritually so if you've been fed by grace of the marketplace sow to pastor father sow to faithful church you'll be blessed praise god so i always believe in sowing where you're fed so sow there praise god get connected with them you'll be blessed and thank you for all those that are considering partnering and i see names on here that are already partners so thank you for telling those ministries partners you're making things like this happen praise god you make it when we go down to south africa just so you know we don't charge for for travel or it's, yeah. we, we pay our own way praise god because mm -hmm. of the partners enable us to do that so you've been a blessing you're getting the gospel out around the world praise god and so man you've already right been now. you've already been out yeah i think four times already in one yeah, hour, so. in yeah, two I years <laughs> i will be out there again as soon as we're allowed to travel we'll travel there again don't let's make it we happen have, we don't mind you're worth traveling 35 hours for defara amen thank you jesus <laughs> <laughs> awesome praise god let me pray for you father god i thank you for everyone watching right now lord i thank you your prosperity is pandemic proof yes i thank god. you provide for us according to your riches not according to south africa economy not according to america not according to europe but according to your riches in glory and i thank Lord, there is no shortage in heaven there's no pandemic in heaven there's no economy meltdown in heaven there's no riots in heaven lord i thank you you provide according to your riches and lord we receive your provision today lord Lord, we thank you. The blessing of the Lord makes us rich. And we declare it right now. Some of you need to declare it out of your mouth. Some of you need to type it in, in Facebook or YouTube right now. Declare, uh, the blessing is making me rich. The blessing yes, is making you rich. rich. The blessing is making me rich. Yes, thank Lord. you, Lord, for your blessing is making me rich. And why? So that we can help others and we can tell more people about Jesus and we can show the love of God to more people. So I thank you for people giving more than they've ever given before. And I thank you for people making more than they've ever making before. I pray for promotions. I pray for new business ideas. I pray for witty inventions. I pray for new contracts. I pray for new customers. I pray for supernatural favor, supernatural increase. I thank you, Lord, that our giving, you will bring us things that money could never buy. And right now, I declare that over people in Jesus' name. I see someone and you have a, uh, I think it's 2,000 Rand, but whatever, it's, it's the number 2,000. And it's a, and it's, it is a back payment and it's coming back to you the lord says don't give up call it back it will come back to you in jesus name i thank you there's someone that has seven employees or seven maybe it's seven customers either seven customers or seven employees and the lord says you serve those you serve those seven and as you serve those seven the lord will bring you increase and you've been saying 
what, it's just seven. I can't do anything with seven. No, the Lord says you serve that seven and you get multiplication. That's a word from the Lord. So I thank you, Lord, for every partner. I thank you for everyone giving. I thank you, Lord, your provision is guaranteed. I thank you, Lord, your provision is guaranteed to us. And I pray for increase and protection and prosperity on every person who's believing this now today. I thank you, Lord, for grace in the marketplace. I thank you, Lord, for Pastor DeFar and Chipo. I thank you, Lord, for Faithfield Church. I thank you, they're increasing. They're increasing in favor. They're increasing in attendance. They're increasing in finances. They're increasing in reach. I thank you, Lord, that Faithfield, Grace of the Marketplace, a designer life, they are increasing in Jesus' name. Supernatural increase, even more than they've seen. I thank you, Lord, for supernatural increase. I thank you, Lord, for a voice to the continent. And I thank you, Lord, together, Lord, I thank you, we're going to reach the continent of Africa for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ashley, man. That was powerful. Well, guys. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, Ashley, you can stay on and I'm just going to stop the broadcast. We love you guys. God bless you. Bye-bye.